Too often we hear of people dying from colon or rectal cancer, yet we have the gold standard in screening. It's called the colonoscopy, and we all should be getting our colonoscopies at the required age. Colonoscopy, quite frankly, can catch these cancers early. It's so important. But let's learn more about what you need to know when it comes to pelvic floor, colon, and rectal cancer. So let's talk with Dr. Christopher Buzis, a colon and rectal surgeon at UPMC. This is Healthier You, a podcast from UPMC. I'm Bill Klaproth. Dr. Buzis, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. So let's talk about colon and rectal cancer first off. Why should people choose UPMC for their colon and rectal cancer treatment? Well, I just wanted to start by saying thank you very much, Bill, for having me on the podcast. And UPMC in the central Pennsylvania region, we have comprehensive care here in the Harrisburg and York markets. We not only do the surgeries, but we also can take care of the chemotherapy as well as the radiation oncology type of issues that might be involved with your cancer. Specifically rectal cancer, you need a multidisciplinary approach to treat it and have the best chance for a good outcome. And that involves multiple specialties. And here at UPMC in central Pennsylvania, We have a meeting every week where we talk about patients with rectal cancer and we come up with a comprehensive plan for their treatment. Yeah, that team approach to colon and rectal cancer care is so important. And then all of your specialists helping to develop a personalized treatment plan. So we've heard of colon and rectal cancer, but one maybe we haven't heard as much about is pelvic cancer. Can you explain to us what is pelvic cancer? Well, within the pelvis, there's more than just the bowel. In women, you have the the uterus and the ovaries, and in men, you have the prostate. And in everyone, you have the bladder and the urethra and the ureters. And unfortunately, you can develop cancer in, in every part of your body. And each body part, the cancer is treated a little bit differently. And so here at UPMC in central Pennsylvania, we have a comprehensive care team not only for colon and rectal cancer, but for all types of cancer within the pelvis because they're all treated a little bit differently. Got it. Okay, and then specifically, what is is colon and rectal cancer? Well, the colon is the the large intestine. It's about four to six feet long, and it meanders throughout the entire abdomen. Uh, The last foot of the colon is called the rectum. It's kind of the storage vault for stool. It allows you to be able to drive in your car, even if you have the sensation to go to the bathroom without having to go. And in the pelvis specifically, there it's a contained area. There's bony prominences around the entire pelvis, and it's kind of a tight spot with a lot of stuff within it. And it's treated, rectal cancer specifically, is treated a little bit differently just because of the fact that there's a lot of adjacent organs around the pelvis near the rectum. So colon cancer is is pretty straightforward in treatment. It's usually treated with cancer up front and then sometimes chemotherapy afterwards, depending on the stage of the cancer. But when we are talking about the rectum specifically, that last 8 to 12 inches of, of bowel, it can be treated much differently depending on what stage the cancer is. And the other great thing about UPMC in central Pennsylvania is that we have a great radiology department, which assists us in being able to diagnose the the stage of the cancer 
so that we can treat it appropriately. Well, that is very helpful. Uh, like I said, we've often heard of colon and rectal cancer, but the way you describe it, I fully understand it now. Rectal cancer is that last 8 to 12 inches of the bowel. So that totally makes sense. So thank you for explaining that to us. And are there symptoms of colon and rectal cancer? There certainly is. The symptoms are rectal bleeding, abdominal pain, change in bowel habits, meaning you're either not going as much as you used to go or you're going more than you used to go, or sometimes the shape of the stool can change depending on where the cancer would be. But the main thing that needs to be told is that once you have symptoms for colon and rectal cancer, you're pretty far along in in the cancer diagnosis. So it's usually a, a higher stage cancer if you have symptoms. So it's best to diagnose the cancer or even prevent the cancer before you have symptoms because once you have symptoms, it's usually pretty aggressive and pretty extensive. So once you have symptoms, generally the cancer is pretty advanced at that point then? Correct, yes. So then let's talk about screening and diagnostic tests for colon and rectal cancer. What are those? Well, the gold standard is uh, the colonoscopy. So colonoscopy is a camera that's attached to a long scope and you do a bowel prep the night before to clean the stool out of your colon and then we can put the camera into your colon and we can evaluate the entire colon. What we're looking for are polyps. Polyps are abnormal growths on the wall of the colon. These polyps, some of them have the ability over time to change into cancer. And so if we can find the polyps before they turn into cancer, then we can take them out using the colonoscope and prevent cancer. If we do, if we're able to identify the cancer, then we have special techniques that we we can actually mark the cancer so that when we go and do the operation, we can identify exactly where the cancer is so that we make sure we take out the, the appropriate amount of colon. Yeah, I like how you call it the gold standard. It really is a wonderful tool, uh, screening to find cancer early. It, it really, really is a game changer if you find something early. Is that right? Very much so. So the great thing about a colonoscopy is you just don't, it's not just a diagnostic tool. It can be a therapeutic tool. And what that means is not only can we find if there's something wrong, but sometimes we can take care of it at the same time and many times avoid surgery completely. And there are other tests that we can use to try to screen for colon cancer. And those are Cologuard or FIT tests. And those are tests where you have to take a sample of your stool and you send it out in the mail and a company can evaluate your stool and see if you are either have special proteins in the stool that are predestined for cancer or if there's blood in the stool, then that can also be a risk factor for cancer. But if those tests are positive, then you need a colonoscopy anyways. So might as well just get it right up front and (laughs) avoid all the extra work. That's exactly right. And the colonoscopy is not a big deal. People think that it's a big deal. It's not. And I hear people talk about the prep. It's not a big deal. Get the colonoscopy. It is the gold standard for sure. So if someone does need surgery, can you explain to us some of the surgical procedures for colon and rectal cancer? Sure. These days, we mostly use minimally invasive techniques to take out the colon rectal cancer. This is either using a, a laparoscope, which is a, a camera that we can put into the abdomen and then inflate the abdomen with some air. And then we can put some instruments in through some small ports. 
and we can do all the work on the inside without making a large incision. And then sometimes we have to make a small incision to take out the part of the colon that has the cancer in it. But then we're able to put the bowel back together. We also have a special robot that can assist us in doing the procedure as well. The robot doesn't mean that the there's some computer that's running what we're doing. It's just a tool to aid in being able to make more precise cuts and more precise movements within the operating room. And it also has an extremely nice camera that allows us to visualize everything that we need to see better than if we had to make a large incision. But some people do need the large operation with a big incision. And the good thing about UPMC here is that we're able to do all three modalities. We do laparoscopic surgery, robotic surgery, as well as open surgery. So whatever is the most appropriate for you and your care, we can offer all these different techniques. Yeah, amazing that technology to treat colon and rectal cancer. So let's talk about risks. So who is at risk for colon and rectal cancer, and what is the age now we should begin screening? Well, everyone is at risk for colon and rectal cancer. So one out of 20 people in the United States will develop colon cancer throughout their life. 80% of those people have no genetic predisposition to getting cancer. 20% do have a family history of cancer and they have to be evaluated with a colonoscopy sooner than the general population, but we should be starting to screen people at the age of 45. That's changed recently. We usually said that we would start doing colonoscopies at the age of 50, but we realized that over time that we're starting to see younger people that have uh, colon and rectal cancer. And so we moved the age where we start doing screens from 50 to 45 because of that. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that makes sense. And when you say everyone is at risk for colon cancer and one out of 20 people will develop it, that really puts it into perspective. Exactly. And other risks, I would imagine, poor diet, smoking, heavy alcohol use. I mean, those kind of things are, are not good either. I mean, the best thing you can do is do everything in moderation. <laughs> right. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, are there prevention? What, what, what can we do to help prevent this? If we can stay away from processed foods and red meat, that would be uh, one good thing that you can do. Obviously, smoking is bad for many things, but also people that smoke are at higher risk for developing colon and rectal cancer. Alcohol use does have some association with colon and rectal cancer as well. And people that have more sedentary lifestyles, so people that don't exercise much and things like that are also... Not only is it there, are they more likely to get cancer, but their complication rate with treatments is also higher. So make sure you stay active and eat healthy and don't smoke, and you can minimize the chances of developing a colon or rectal cancer. But you can't completely put them at zero, so you still need to get that colonoscopy. Yeah, absolutely true. Great points. And as we wrap up, Dr. Buzas, thank you so much for your time. Anything else you want to add about pelvic floor and rectal and colon cancer? I just wanted to make sure everyone knows that it's very important to get your colonoscopy. As you said, Bill, it is not a big deal. You lose a little bit of sleep the night before because you have to do the preparation, but the procedure itself is you're sleeping, so you don't even know that anything's going on. And the concern that you can injure the colon during the colonoscopy is also there. 
but using more advanced techniques and uh, better technology, the chances of having a, a complication after a colonoscopy is extremely low. So get out there, make sure you get your colonoscopy. Yeah, that is so true. And when the doc comes in and says, Hey, you're good. We'll see you in 10. That's, that's a that's great, great, that's a great that's, feeling. That's, that's, you're like, thank you. All right. I am ready to go. Thank you. That's right. It's not only great for the patients, but it's also great for the doctors when we're able to go and tell folks that they're, they're good for 10 years. Right. It's just a good feeling to know that, Hey, everything is okay down there. Good. So, uh, right. and, and then do the things like you mentioned, everything in moderation, don't smoke, eat a good diet, exercise, don't be sedentary, moderation in alcohol, all those things things count for sure. Dr. Buzas, thank you so much for your time. This has really been important and informative. Thank you again. Well, thanks for having me, Bill. This has been great. And once again, that's Dr. Christopher Buzas. And for more information, please visit upmc.com slash central PA colon care. Once again, upmc.com slash central PA colon care. Go there to learn more. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is Healthier You, a podcast from UPMC. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.